What is up, everybody? Welcome to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. My name is Caleb Loomis. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined here, as always, by my good friend. Well, uh, my good acquaintance, Alex Christ. <laughs> Alex, how are you today? Well, I was doing pretty well, Caleb, before that. <laughs> Wonderful introduction. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm so I, funny sometimes. <laughs> People, this is genuine. He's hand in face. I'm also laughing, so. low on sleep today. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Alex, we're here. We're, do, we're episode number two of Speaking Llama. Here we go. Here we go. How are you today? I am I'm doing great. Yeah. You know, I was a little tired today, but I, I'm excited for another episode. Yeah. yeah. How are you? What? I'm gonna be honest. Okay. <laughs> I feel a little dead inside, not because we're in month, <laughs> however long it's been, because of COVID. Right. But because uh, it's Thursday, and I should have watched a new episode of Survivor last night. Right. <sighs> but but we didn't, and we're here. We're doing, and and I just missed Survivor. It it feels wrong that it's a fall without Survivor. I know, and you know, and potentially even longer. Right. Right. Okay. So. So what was like the first season you remember watching? And maybe maybe talking about some good memories will help us feel better today. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, I remember as like a kid watching with my family. Yep. Uh, I remember specifically seeing Tina win Australia. I, I don't know why. I, I don't remember any other reasons. I remember them doing like the like a matching game and Colby yeah. wins immunity. And my next memory is Tina wins. Yep. And my next memory of Survivor is Survivor All-Stars. So <laughs> I don't know what happened in between. Uh, so the first full season I watched was Survivor All-Stars. Uh, and I fell in love with uh, Boston Rob. Yep. I, I, as a little kid, was so sad to see him not win. Then also like, oh, yeah, he got he got engaged too. So he did win. Yeah. <laughs> go, go me. What about you? What about you? I mean, it's season one, right? That's the right answer. Um so, sure, okay. Again, but I was like eight years old. So I, I don't remember all of it. Um, remember off and on watching those first couple of years with my family, just like you. Uh, but I actually grew up in Indiana. And so Rupert oh. was like a patron saint of every Hoosier in existence. Well, he's, right? he's a patron saint of a lot of people. That is true. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, playing back to back for Island's All Stars, uh, what a great, what a great thing for the state of Indiana, you know? Yeah, I, my guess is that there's not a lot of current things going on with the state of Indiana. Yeah, that, that is true. But that's because <laughs> I left. So, yeah. Caleb, Caleb, why are we here? We're here uh, for another Survivor Duel. Um, and if this is your first time listening to Speaking Llama, uh, welcome. If you are joining us after watching the first couple of episodes, watching, listening to the first couple of episodes, welcome back. Um and as a reminder, we, something that we always want to indicate and really emphasize is that uh, we love Survivor. We're going to be talking about characters on a TV show mm-hmm. and debating who is better on an edited TV show where we don't see everything and there's a lot of other nuances going on and we don't know all the information. And ultimately, these are real people behind the TV. Uh, and let's let's be honest, we'd love to hang out with these guys. Uh, so anything <laughs> negative or... <laughs> less than positive uh, or anything positive is ultimately about characters on a TV show and not about people behind those characters. For sure. Absolutely right. So let's dive in to kind of setting the scene for the two cast stories we're going to talk about today. And so, Caleb, I want you to close your eyes. You are... I'm doing it. You're on a boat. You're in Fiji. 
Okay. You're rolling up to an island and you see two gigantic heads in the sand. Okay, okay. Picture me? You picture it? I, I don't picture you, but two picture <laughs> giant heads in the sand. You're the worst. I am. S- You're going to picture Boston Rob and Sandra. That's the duel we're having today. Oh, like Island of the Island Idols. Of the Man, Idols. It's, it's serendipitous that I have my Island of the Idols buff on today. Who knew, right. who knew we'd be talking about this? Oh we, we did. <laughs> That's who knew. So, all right, let's 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 break down these two players' stats really quick. Before, before we do that, Alex, why don't, you, why don't you describe what we'll be doing today and how we'll be talking about these two. Right. So the specifics of the duel that we're going to be talking about here, we are basically going to play out a fantasy tribal final tribal council right. between Boston Rob and Sandra looking at all four or five five of their games collectively. Yeah. And so we're going to have opening statements and then we're going to move through outwit, outplay and outlast, giving a couple points each for why we think either Boston Rob or Sandra is the better castaway in that category. Oh, well, then, so so like like the new uh, tribal council format. Exactly. Exactly like that. But what if people don't like the new travel council format? Well, they can get over it. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> hey! And then we'll have some closing statements to wrap it up. Uh, but we want you to decide who wins. Uh, spoiler, as I always say, I won. It hasn't started yet, but I won. So, Boston Rob, five-time player, but appeared six seasons. Right. If you include right, right. 39, Island of the Idols. In Survivor Marquesas, he got 10th place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Bo- Merge boot, if I remember correctly, but did yeah. not make the jury. Because yeah. back then, they, you know, that's what happened. Right, right. Uh, he then appeared in Survivor All-Stars, which we referenced earlier. He got second place, uh, lost to his now beautiful wife, Amber. Um, shout out to both of them. They shout both won. Uh, but he was known as being pretty cutthroat, uh, ruthless uh, that season. Yeah. Um, and so he then played a third time, Heroes versus Villains. He got 13th. Who's on the Villains Tribe, uh, came back a year later for Season 22, Redemption Island. It was Russell versus Rob, and Rob ended up winning that entire season. Too easy. Too easy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, then finally came back just a few months ago for Winners at War, where he got 17th place. Now, Which asterisk that, you know, because Edge of Extinction, like, technically didn't get 17th place because Natalie came back. Right. But, but regardless. But... Same thing for the next person you talk about. Go ahead. True. So then we, going up against Boston Rob, we have Sandra, who's a four-time player, also appeared on Island of the Idols for her fifth season. Uh, in her first season, season seven, Pearl Island, she won the game. Um, she then came back for Heroes versus Villains, was also on the Villains Tribe, and once again won. Uh, so had back-to-back wins her first two seasons. Came back for season 34, Game Changers, where she got 15th place. And then finally, just like Boston Rob, came back for Winners at War, where she got 16th place with the asterisk of Edge of Extinction. Um, So, Caleb, we got these two matchups. They're iconic players right now. Um, I think this is going to be a good fight. I I think, I mean, like, if we're going to talk about, like, debating who's greater players, like, these are the two survivor icons, right? Right. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why they both appeared on Island of the Idols. Right. This wasn't like a Game Changers type situation <laughs> where like, it's like, are some of these actually Game Changers? Probably no, like, truly, like, they, two yes. idols of the of the show. They deserve those giant heads. Uh, they, I mean, may, maybe not. Uh, but it, it probably <laughs> did match Boston Rob's ego. 
that giant head. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, Caleb, uh, I'm actually going give to give it to you. Um, take take away the first opening statement. Uh, give your pitch for Boston Rob. Yeah. Well, if I'm speaking to my tribal council jury, which is our lovely and wonderful audience, mm-hmm. uh, Boston Rob is an iconic Survivor player. Uh, in, in some regards, you might you could argue that he is the face of the Survivor franchise. It, it, he's the person, like, it, it, at the very least, Jeff Probst. It's Jeff Probst's face in the franchise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, and Jeff Probst is the face of the franchise, so. Uh, but in terms of the quintessential <laughs> Survivor player, like, Boston Rob, I mean, t- tried and true, right? Uh, he is iconic because of his dominating style of gameplay, the Rob father, uh, right? That... Mafia boss, like you're either with me or you're against me, and you and if you're with me, you don't go against the family. Otherwise, you're going out next. We have never seen someone dominate the game in which that Boston Rob has, both strategically, physically, uh, in any aspect, right? So it is ultimately Boston Rob. While some two two other people's credit. Maybe he cannot adapt very well and change his game. <laughs> but here's the deal. Is that it is Rob's either a big target or he's gonna have a big win. Mm-hmm. Right? It's either like if he gets his foothold in to a season, it, it's almost game over. Right? And so it's times that he doesn't get that foothold in, that he doesn't do as well. But ultimately his style of game, the way that he is able to play the game and dominate in such a way, even when people know it. That is why he deserves to win this competition. Interesting. Okay. So, I'm here for Sandra today, right? She's the queen. Sandra is the queen of Survivor. I'm not denying that. Right. Uh, We have the Rob father and we have the queen. I'm going to follow the queen. That's who I'm going to follow here. Um, Sandra, unlike any other player in the history of the game, her first two appearances won. Um, and, and, you know, think about it. She, Sandra perfected the quote-unquote non-threatening game, right? Sure, sure. Her first two seasons, she was the smallest threat. Uh, she was supposed to be the GOAT, leader of the GOAT army, if you will. Okay, Dean. <laughs> Saluting right now. She was a GOAT. And she knew it. And that was her whole strategy. And it worked. She didn't just follow. She she was intentionally trying to make herself look weak socially, strategically, uh, physically, in order for people to take her. And guess what? She ousted all of them both times. Um, for Sandra here, especially with her win in Heroes versus Villains, some argue she didn't deserve it. Other people argue they did. All that aside, we're, we're neither here nor there on that. The jury voted, they and did. we have to go with that today. Um, Here's for Villains is one of the greatest scenes of all time. Any casual fan or diehard Survivor fan can agree it's in the top three. Sure. For Sandra to come in as a winner and win one of the top three greatest seasons of all time with that kind of target on her back, she deserves to win every fight she goes up against. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's move into uh, the kind of like diving a little bit deeper into each of their gameplays with Outwit, Outplay, and Outlast. Uh, and we'll kick things off with Outwit. Alex. Yeah. 
why don't, why don't you share uh, with us Sandra's outwit yeah. attributes? I, I think this is one of her strongest. Um, one of her two strongest. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, I, I got it. You know, I was reviewing her gameplay earlier today, and there were so many points I wanted to talk about, but but I whittled it down to three that I think really define who she is in this category of outwit. One, and, and perhaps one of my favorite moves of all time, it is in Heroes versus Villains. Um, it is right after Rob actually gets voted out. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have the alliance of Courtney and Sandra yeah. up against Russell, Parvati, Danielle, Jerry, and Coach. Jerry and Coach had flipped on Boston Rob uh, to vote him out the right. previous episode. Sandra's next on the chopping block because she knows it. Either her or Courtney. Mm-hmm. And she's literally sitting there on the beach and, and, and they know it. Um, and and they're trying to think of anything they can. She realizes Russell is so paranoid that she uses that to her advantage and completely manipulates him. Now, Russell is a master manipulator of Survivor. And she ousted him and said, hey, coach is coming after you. And played with his emotions, played with his paranoia in order to get out another great player in coach uh, to survive one more day. And ultimately, it didn't help her ally Courtney. She was out (laughs) next. But it did help Sandra get to the merge. And then Russell, quote unquote, needed her. uh, And it solidified her in a spot with Russell to kind of follow him along until she was able to make her move against him. Uh, Point number two. Again, an outstanding move because... You know, Sandra here, her first couple seasons, people didn't really respect her gameplay. Um, I think there's respect there, uh, but people didn't. Yeah. She came in hot in Game Changers. And I think, for me at least, she really demonstrated her chops here in Game Changers. I think it was the second episode, maybe, uh, when she realizes Tony is plotting against her. Yeah. Within a f- 10, 15 minutes... She grabs everyone on the bottom and makes a counter-alliance to this majority alliance going after her. And it was scary. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never want to play a game with her. Prior to that, I'm like, oh, I could probably probably outwit Sandra here. No way. I mean, that showed me she knows exactly what she's doing here. And and three, a hilarious moment. Do you remember the sugar jar in Game Changers? Oh, who who doesn't remember (laughs) the sugar jar? What a moment. So Malcolm had been blindsided. Um, It was the first time I ever cried to a Survivor episode. Um, (laughs) Do we need to talk more about that later? (laughs) We'll talk about it later. Uh, (laughs) uh, So we we have some some distrust between JT and Michaela on the tribe. Uh, Sandra plays with it and decides to eat all the sugar herself because only JT and Michaela are the two who are eating the sugar just to fuel the fire between those two. And she can just sit back and watch the fireworks. She should have been a target, but she knew, hey, all right, let's just, let's pit these two against each other. Um, And the best part is after tribal council, after JT's voted out, Jeff Probst goes, okay, seriously, what's up with this sugar? And Sandra just raises her hand. It's like, I did it. And everyone laughs and smiles. It's like no one's upset with her. She's figured out a way to cause chaos and still be liked enough to win. But but not like so much that she lasts longer than she did on Game Changers. Well, it's coming off of two wins. You know, it's a big target. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what what you got with Boston Robin? Uh, well, listen, I, I I said it in my opening statement. Right. Right. No one. People have tried to emulate this mafia boss like mobster, 
hey, this is the family. You don't go against the family, uh, right? I think back to uh, Survivor Ghost Island and Kellen screaming, Navidi Strong, over and over again. It's like, no, you're not. That's not. You're not Rob. Don't don't try to be Rob, right? Play your own game. Uh, not saying that she actually was trying to be Rob. Now, Brad, Bradley in that, that season what did say that he was trying to be Rob. <laughs> he did not. Was not. He got close. No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. That, that's an argument for another one. Uh, but... It's this cutthroat relational manipulator in all the ways that Sandra is is great with her strategic manipulation of people. Like that that I, moment with Russell, iconic, all right. But equally, Rob, Rob understands people and understands that mentality of like, all right, I'm going to put people in a group thing together, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm going to control control them for my own betterment. And he did. And his two most successful attempts at doing that was. Obviously, All Stars and Redemption Island, which he does it masterfully. Uh, I mean, arguably, like the uh, the one knock against All Stars is that right? Bitter jury, uh, he or poor, poor jury management. Poor or yes, or poor jury management uh, at the very least. And now, credit to where credit is due, because I'm a firm believer that Amber knew exactly what she was doing yes. the whole time, for sure. Right. Uh, so sure. th- th- this isn't a Rob lost. Uh, uh, this is that's an amber one argument for another day, uh, but still, like, if we think about it, um, he just control he he knows how to control it, and I think the best uh, example of this is the merge episode of Redemption Island Ooh, yep. when Matt <laughs> comes back in and right we've got the Ometepe group and and like they've gone into the merge and like Rob's like okay this is us. We're going to be together, right? He has this whole, like, speech later on where he's, like, they're, like, have different sleep schedules, different, like, Mm -hmm. food. Like, right, it's total, like, psychological manipulation and warfare that I want my group to hate them, uh, but they can come talk to me. Uh, The other group can come talk to me. But the greatest moment is when Matt comes back into play. Someone who should have been bitter at Rob, but kind of, like, uh, because Rob bowed him out and blindsided him earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. And... uh, but Matt kind of, like, decides that he wants to stay with the group, but then also, like, talks with Andrea, and it's like, I'm, I might flip with them. So what does Rob do? Rob does the best thing that he can. It's not to keep numbers out, but it's to take the wild card out of the equation. Uh, burns an idol from the other group, or the, the, the other alliance, mm-hmm. and takes out his target and a threat to ultimately for later in the game. And, like, in that moment... You have to think if you're you're one of his other tribe members in his alliance, you're like, like I we like I'm so yeah. It, it's just like we're together. I can't do anything different. Yep. And like Andrea uh, and in other interviews uh, has, has said later on, like that Rob convinced all all of them that he was going to lose no matter what to mm-hmm. any of them, because who would who would pick him to win? He's already he's already played the game. Right. All right. And that's how he gets to the end. Like. Just people can say, and other other Survivor fans talk about, like maybe that it wasn't as great like of a cast on Redemption Island. But the fact of the matter is, he goes from uh, showing like this is how I, I can do it in All Stars, mm-hmm. heroes versus villains, has starts to get that foothold like he normally would have, mm-hmm. if not for Tyson not making a smart play. Uh, kudos <laughs> to Russell for for flipping Tyson. Uh, 
or not necessarily flipping him, but convincing Tyson to vote another way. Right, right, right. But ultimately, like that, that's Rob's downfall on that. And if that doesn't happen, who knows what would have happened with the villain's tribe. Uh, but then, like, we go to Redemption Island, and he does it again. And people know that he does it. And when he goes to uh, his fifth season, Winners at War, we see what kind of happens again. People aren't going to play that game. Mm-hmm. Um which is unfortunate because it's one of the most dominating strategic, socially outwit aspects, hands down, in Survivor. It is. Uh, but it's only one. Sandra had several. Several what? Phenomenal outwit categories. Yeah. I, 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 listen, we're, we're, ta- we're talking... We're going to get to Outlast. We're going to get to Outlast. <laughs> okay. We're get to outlast. Let's, okay. let's move on. Let's okay, move on. Yes. Out, outplay... Alex, <laughs> what's what's Sandra's out outplay? What's your argument here? She's a uh, pretty damn good at puzzles. Interesting. And okay, so we know you know we have the Sandra <laughs> sit out bench, right? We know that. Um, I think it's all strategy. I think it's strategy, and and it's the fact that if she isn't super great at these challenges and people still keep her in, and she's not the first voted out of every single tribal council, um, she's doing something right. And so I think for her, um, her outplay is she wants to sit out because naturally if she's not good at the challenges, she doesn't want to be in them because people are going to get frustrated with her and vote her out. And so for her to outplay is to sit out and let other people make the mistakes if their tribe loses and then say, hey, guys, I wasn't a part of that. I was just sitting on the bench. And it's come to a point where it's it's funny now. And no one even questioned. Like, Winners at War, no one was like, oh, so why is Sandra sitting out again? It's like, everyone's laughing. And it's like, oh, Sandra, go sit there. So just to be clear, your argument yeah. for Sandra's outplay is that she doesn't outplay. Yeah. I didn't say it was a good argument. Okay, but it fair. is an argument. That's, that's all I got. You know, um, Sandra's phenomenal well, outplay is not her best. Let, let me give you some, some stats for okay. Boston Rob. Okay. <clears throat> uh, outplay, keep in mind that it is also immunity idols here, which Sandra, how's Sandra's track record with immunity idols? Uh, she got one of winners at war. Not a great play, but did <laughs> play it. In Heroes vs. Villains, uh, found it and played it, and she did have two votes against her. That's so. true. That's true. But how did that go in Winners at War? Uh, it created a wonderful TV moment. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and all these stats, let's acknowledge, he's played one, at least one more season, or one more season than Sandra has, for all these stats you're about to lose. No, no, no. They've played the same amount. Five and five. No, they haven't. Dude, you didn't listen to me. Come uh, on, man. Yeah, you're Five right. Five and you're four. Right. You're right. You're right. He has. You're has. But okay, that's fine. Uh, tribal immunity wins. 18 total across five seasons. Individual immunity wins. Nine. The most in Survivor history. He's also played the most games. He has also played the most games. You're right. But that's still... Uh, that's a lot. That's still a lot, right? Reward challenge wins, eight. So that's a total of 35 challenge wins. He is a puzzle and challenge beast. And I think what's interesting, as I went back and reviewed some of the numbers, watching him uh, in his, like, two, like, couple lesser seasons, right, he gets, uh, for at least tribal immunity, uh, all-stars, like, they just dominate, right? He's just not, mm-hmm. uh, and, and in many ways, like, that. I think in all-stars is when Rob's, like, challenge prowess, like, really begins to shine and show, like, 
Now, because not only did he win uh, six tribal immunities, he won four individual immunities and all stars alone, right? And then even then, like ten years later, he's like throwing his tribe across <laughs> that little log in the water, like right. He, he's a challenge beast, uh, and not just in the physical way, but in the uh, mental with the puzzle way as well. And more so, some other couple other stats is that. Um, he actually is one of three survivors to win an individual immunity on three separate seasons. Do you know who the other two are? Ooh, uh, I'm going to guess Ozzy. No. Jo- Joe did not win individual immunity in no. Extinction. Um, Andrea? Andrea? Yep. And I don't know who. Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, yes. So, somehow, oh, so. Right. He, uh, yeah. San Juan del Sur. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, I, I think it's pretty clear here who the better outplay person is. Okay. Okay. All Great. right. So, with that. Let's move on to Outlast then. Let's move on. Yeah. Take it away, man. <laughs> so, I think this is an important, important distinction. Um, Survivor is ultimately a game of a lot of luck. And using and, and skillfully using that luck to your advantage, uh, right? Like things break your certain way. It's like we go, we can play all these kinds of what ifs of like, what happens if someone doesn't get medevaced, or what happens if one boat goes a different way, or what happens if uh, this incident didn't like, what happens if, um, right? We, we can play. That might actually be a great uh, podcast we can series. Do that. Well, anyways, anyways, uh, and if we look at Rob's history in terms of outlasting everybody. Uh, he has played played the most days, uh, on, but he's played the most seasons. I, I know, but he still played the most days. No, uh, but the important thing is, like, right? I know that you're about to say, "Well, Sandra won twice, right?" And, 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 sure, but you also said at the very beginning of this that many people have argued whether or not Sandra should have won Heroes versus Villains and Parvati, rather, and Parvati should have won. I'm, I'm actually in that camp of Parvati should have won, but Sandra, Sandra won and got the win. Mm-hmm. Arguably, Rob almost wins All-Stars. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a couple things go differently, and this is a flipped argument. of a, We have Sandra being the runner-up and a one-time winner, Rob being uh, a two-time winner. It's a very, very slim margin. Uh, it's more than slim. I mean, the amount of emotional emotional turmoil that he gave that jury in All-Stars, I mean, that is a devastating and bashing final tribal council. And, and I'm in the camp here, and, and we may disagree, I'm not sure. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I'm in the camp that ultimately whoever won, won. Oh, I mean, I, I, absolutely. That's, the, I'm not trying to say did Sandra it, right? didn't win or Amber didn't win, but what I'm trying to say is that, hey, like... There's a different story. There's a different universe here in which Rob is the first time two win, first time two winner, and not Sandra. Yes, but that is not just a slim chance of luck. That is several, several conversations and experiences on the 39 days that led to that. That's not just a tiny roll. Right, does. right. And I, I apologize if I said like, well, Sandra just got lucky. What I'm saying is that Survivor takes a lot of luck in general. Okay. Like yeah. things have to break right. Like think of the all the tribe swaps now. Right. Right. Uh, so many people have gotten tri- like tribe swap screwed, and so uh, it takes a some an amount of luck to to get to get down the road. Yeah. Um, it takes some skill to to navigate mm-hmm. that, but uh, ultimately, what I want to say is like, yeah, you're gonna say, well, Sandra won twice, 
but Rob got a win and a runner-up. So we're not that far removed from two wins as well. Um, he's also only, fun fact, the only losing finalist to win later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was the first male returning winner to win. Oh, yeah. So it's a fun fact. Fun, fun facts for you. <laughs> so ultimately for Outlast, you're right. You, you made the argument for me. Sandra won her first two seasons. No one has ever done that. I don't know if anyone can at this point win their first two seasons. Well, I, mean, I've, the, I, like, I, I haven't played yet, but... <laughs> okay, well, I'll argue on, on behalf of you sometime in the future, okay? Great. Um, she's a two-time winner, uh, and, and ultimately, this idea of Outlast, she, her strategy of as long as it's not me is such a simple strategy, but such a nuanced strategy that it's like, that takes some guts to be able to actually own that strategy. A lot of people have, right? Since Sandra's, especially since Heroes for Villains, a lot of people will come on, oh, anyone anyone but me, anyone but me, oh, anyone but me and my closest ally and their ally. Like, no one will actually vote out their own ally uh, to do it. And Sandra does. I mean, she throws her allies under the bus to get there. She embodies her own strategy, and that's how she outlasts. Now, you talk about game changers and you talk about winners at war with Sandra. She is not implementing that as long as it's not me strategy in either of those, right? She is building alliances. She's trying to make moves. She's trying to make trust. And she's playing a very different game than those first two. I would argue it's because she's bored. She perfected the game. (laughs) Like, if you win twice with the same strategy, why play a third time? Like, switch it up to see what could happen, you know? (laughs) You see what's interesting about that? It's like, and this goes back to what I said about, like, luck and, like, what ifs. It's like, what if Tyson doesn't get voted out there? Does Sandra play more like she does in Game Changers? Because she has that. She, like, is in the Rob Alliance. Right. But I could also see her flipping on that alliance and going with Parvati and Danielle. But it just (laughs) proves my point about, like, what happens if one thing goes differently? Anyways, go ahead. Right. So, finally, I mean, Outlast, Sandra, like, in my mind, no one can top Sandra in this category. Like, of all the hundreds of players who have played Survivor, she is number one in this Outlast category. Um, I can think of a few others, you know, Michelle, Tony, people like that who have made it to the end several times. Natalie, like, but... R- Rob. Rob. Yeah, yeah, right. If you're going to name Michelle, <laughs> you have to name Rob. But no, 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 no. Okay, this would be a great future matchup, but Michelle in Outlast, she never got voted out. It took Rob five I times. Know, I know, I know. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Uh, you're, you're speaking llama to me, Caleb, right now. Come on, I'm going to... Speak a llama to you. Uh, she's a two-time winner. Um, and ultimately, you, you got to give credit where credit's due. She wins this category no matter what. Period. I, I would be with you. I, I would, if it not if it were not were for winners at war. But that doesn't have anything to do with that last. Because she quit. And and, okay. and, and and if we're not going to talk about the elephant in the room, okay, of that is a that is a notch against her legacy, okay, right? Is and, and I and I get the whole arguments of like, well, like she probably wasn't getting back in anyways, and like what, like sure, and, and she has every right to do that, right? But also, like it's Survivor, so many people would give anything to be on this game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's gotten to play a lot of times and she has nothing left to le- left to prove, but like, the, like, we wanted her back on and we wanted her there. Uh, 
and ultimately like she said no nah, it's not worth it and that and that that's not worth it for her that's not worth it for her but that's a notch against her outlast uh, I disagree uh, I think I am 100% agreeing with you was I disappointed that she raised that sale hell yeah I I didn't want her to do it it's sad that she did it but ultimately like you would think it would be a notch against her legacy. I don't think it has been. It's a quit, though. It's a quit, but she's still considered one of the greatest players of sure, all time. Sure. And so it, she can still be considered a greatest player of all time with a quit. That means how great is she then? No, like, no, How no, no, great no. is she if she quit and she's still one of the top four of all time, <laughs> right? Like, she... The quit doesn't matter. Right. I, I think it, it we only highlights how great she we is. We aren't here talking about is she in the top four. We're right. Here, we're here talking, is it Rob or Sandra? And it's Sandra. Uh, and no, and that and that's <laughs> that's why I, I it's it's the elephant room we need to talk about. I can't wait can't take away the two wins. Right. That that does have to be acknowledged. Okay. That Rob has never quit, but Sandra has. Right. So okay, let's let's move on. We are we're thirty minutes in. If you if you are with us still, thanks for bearing with us. Um, let's do closing arguments. Yep. You you want it or you want me to? Uh, you got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, Rob mastered the game, mastered a way of playing the game that few have done since. Uh, and similar, anyone what but me is Sandra's strategy that everyone knows. The mafia ma- Rob father is Rob's strategy that he perfected twice. Uh, right? We, we might say that he didn't win the first time, but uh, in terms of doing that style of gameplay, no one can do it better than him. Uh, he dominates on all the seasons so that he gets a foothold in. If he doesn't get a foothold in, he doesn't do as well. Um, and if it weren't for his runner-up placement, he might have been the two-time winner. Right? It's like I said earlier, we'd be having a different discussion. And ultimately, right, I would say that Rob and Sandra are pretty close outwit. I would give the edge uh, to out to outwit to Rob, but that's because I'm arguing for Rob. Right. Outplay is clearly Rob, uh, and then outlast clearly Sandra. I don't know that it's clearly Sandra. I'll give it to Sandra, but I don't think it's clearly Sa- Sandra. But ultimately, in my last statement about Rob, Sandra's the queen, and the queen stays the queen. But what other Survivor player? Has, convinced, has had rules about their gameplay made for other Survivor players. And I want to thank Philip Shepard for making <laughs> the Boston Robs rules of Survivor. Right, what a classic moment. We love Philip Shepard. Uh, so, and you can't say that about Sandra. <laughs> uh, that is true. That it. Caleb, you, you are speaking, you're speaking truth right now. Um, you know, Sandra, the thing I want to highlight here, you know, you're, you're knocking down her game changers, her, her winners at war strategy. I think for Sandra to be such a great player, she's proving to us that it, at any uh, era of Survivor, she can change and be adaptable, right? She kept the same strategy her first two seasons. She showed us she can be a powerhouse. She can be a social threat. She can be a strategic threat. She can make big flashy moves when that wasn't her game her first two seasons. She's proven us that she's an adaptable player Rob, on the other hand, which you mentioned your first statement, is a very static player. He isn't adaptable. He, he has the dominating godfather mentality, the, the psychological warfare, and, and it's kind of the draw of a, like, a draw of a hat. Like, he does really well two of his seasons, but doesn't do very well with that strategy three of the seasons. And so 
if these two are relatively equal, Sandra's an adaptable, flexible player. Rob isn't. You gotta give the edge to Sandra here as the better overall survivor player. Okay. Well, ultimately, Alex, we're not gonna decide this. We're obviously split either way. Uh, but listeners, what do you guys think? Who won this battle? Who won this duel? Is it Rob or is it Sandra? Alex, how, how could listeners tell us? Yeah, so we are on Instagram, uh, handle at Speaking Llama. Um, comment, post, or tell us about what you think, uh, who you thought won, um, who you think had better arguments. Uh, yeah. I love compliments, uh, and so I'll take that. Yeah, be nice, be nice, right? We're, 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 perfect, we're not perfect people. Uh, but ultimately, yes, thank you guys for joining us today for a great episode. This was a little bit longer of an episode than we would hopefully uh, would make. But, hey, we're talking about two people who have played five seasons and four seasons. Exactly. It's a lot of content to cover. Yep. But ultimately, I hope you enjoy it. We'll have another episode coming out to you soon uh, with more Survivor Duels in the future. Until next time, though, peace. <laughs>